Hey everyone, and welcome to another mini-sode of Plotter Talk. I don't know, you know, I gotta fucking figure out a real intro for this. Anyway, so this week we're gonna do something a little different. We're starting a new sub-segment of mini-sode, whatever, sure, we'll go with that. Sub-segment. I'm in a mood, a lot of coffee. So, what we're gonna do, first I'm gonna start with recapping Killer7, the game that you just probably listened to that came out last Thursday, and then... We're going to go into the new segment. The new segment, I'll get to in a sec. So, Killer7, Killer7 was a weird game. Uh, just Not just overall, but stylistically, it was really weird, and it changed a lot, and it was really pretty and really well done as far as the style goes. But the story was a fucking mess. And uh, there's some parts, like I'm going to repeat the podcast, like I really liked how they discussed and showed that, you know, there's this big persona that the government sends out to the people for example they want everyone to know that peace is here the internet's destroyed because we can't have peace with the internet around i guess so then which is pretty fucking authoritarian now that i think about it anyway so peace is here that's what they tell everybody but behind the scenes the responsible people the people that are running shit the real movers and shakers people getting things done are fucking psychopaths who sit there and shoot each other over a game of Mahjong, or hang and you blow up their testicle. It's very... The game's out there, guys. The game's very, very out there. And uh, I, I saw a lot of people who critiqued it online. I watched several videos about what other people felt about it to try and get an idea of what it was even about. And most people landed on the fact that it was more about the feel of the game. Like, all of these elements, the story, the soundtrack, the art style, the weird pseudo kind of dead people you talk to all of it move like morphed into this project which had an amazing feel to it unlike anything else and that's awesome and that's great and if this was a podcast that was just straight up reviewing games and the quality of the game and everything involved in the game then yeah we would have scored it a lot higher probably but this is a story podcast so the story was very difficult to follow conceptually and narratively uh, it was very confusing when they just added new characters like Almeida out of n- fucking nowhere. He just pops up on commercials like, this is the villain now. And then the Power Rangers analogs, the Handsome Men, also came out of nowhere. It's like you're trying to solve this. I mean, The game starts out as like a supernatural thriller where you're shooting people that are heavenly smiles out of these red blobs and you kill them. Then five years later, they turn to human beings, but they're still infected or they're part of the smiley smiles. And then it's they just kind of are around as game fodder, and the rest of it turns into like a techno-political thriller. It's very fucking confusing, the ways and directions and the things it pulled you at. Uh, I kind of get what it's trying to do, like unwrapping un, like layers of the onion and showing different things. But I just don't think narratively, taking the story just by itself, it's not great. So, I mean, this is this is repeating a lot of stuff from the podcast, but... That's how I feel this would have landed if we maybe played this as a game, just total review podcast versus just a story. And I, I, probably the other guys would agree that there's more to this game, but not narratively. So that's it. That's the recap. A quick, quick, quick summary for the last episode in case you missed it. There's a bunch of good slap culture stuff in there too. So you should check it out. Go listen to it. And if you did listen to it already, go download it again. Get our numbers up. So 
What I want to do now is the brand new segment. This new segment that I wanted to bring in, it, it's kind of doing a twofold thing. It's giving me something to talk to you guys about while also kind of unifying some episodes. But the idea is that back in the day, I used to be a straight up trophy hunter. Like I, it, it got to the point where it was ruining games for me because I would only play a game if the platinum was reasonable or if I really, really, really loved the game. Uh, so usually both, but there'd also be games that I knew were terrible that maybe might have been geared towards children or other audiences like art games or experimental games that were notoriously terrible, but they had an easy platinum. So I would play games that were not in my wheelhouse that I didn't like at all that I never went a billion years would have played just to get the platinum. And it caused a lot of pretty fucking miserable gaming experiences. So, I figured it would be a fun exercise if I kind of did a retrospective on what that's like again, because honestly, in the last like five, six, seven years, I still get Platinums for games, and there might be some I do just because they're easy, but they're games I would have played anyway, or like I would have been on the fence about. Like, Far Cry 5, I was playing no matter what, and I was like, oh, I can get the Platinum, cool. But games like, I don't even know, what's a good one that's really... Okay, I get The Last of Us 2 is the newest example, but that's a, a game where I just need to play it through one more time and get all the collectibles, and I really don't feel like doing it because it's so fucking heavy. But I think that might be the swan song of this podcast. That'll be the last one I do to get that platinum. But I've got technically five games, six actually, six games lined up. One of them's a twofer, but these six games are supposed to be very, very easy platinums. And when I say easy platinums, they say... The difficulty is like three or less out of ten, and the time to invest is less than five hours for each of them. Surprisingly, none of these are Telltale games, which are notoriously easy to platinum. Stuff like The Walking Dead Season 1 and 2, you just have to play through. Uh, Wolf Among Us, you have to do like two extra things, whatever. These games have been on several lists of easiest platinums, and some of them are bad. All of them are games I would never have played, or the five, six... Six games that are games that I had no idea were existed. They're either art games or they're indie games or they're very low profile games. Maybe scientists have heard of a couple of them. I don't know fucking any of them. So the first one I did, the first episode, part one of a seven to eight to nine to maybe ten part series for easy plats at the expense of my own health is Orc Slayer. Oy, this fucking game. This game was one of the worst games I've ever played in my life. Why do I say that? Now, you might think I'm using hyperbole, or maybe I just didn't like the game or I was in a mood, you know? But no, this game was bad. This game was straight up hot garbage. The reason, the biggest reason I say that is because the game didn't fucking work. That's step one. When you release a game, it has to work. That's step one. Second step is it should be fun. Or if it shouldn't, be, if it's not fun, I should be getting some kind of satisfaction out of it. Like maybe a math-based game that gives you a reward or a trophy or whatever. Like that should be something. There should be something, a reason for me, literally at all, to play your game. Orc Slayer gives me none of those things. The story of the game I didn't even get. Like there was a story in there. I believe it had to do with removing orcs that have invaded your land and then going to the orc home base and then kill all the, the the main bad guy who's the necromancer who will fucking get to him don't you worry 
well, you have to kill him, and then all the orcs are dead, and the world's safe again, I guess, your kingdom, whatever. So basically, you start the game, you start in a little section, you have a crossbow as your main weapon and pretty much your only weapon you're ever going to use, and then next to that you have an axe or a, a, a torch that you hit things with, but this isn't a melee game. Like you, you can kill things with them, but it's pointless, absolutely pointless. Because anytime the enemies touch you, you take hit. But they also have a wind up and hit animation, which does nothing to do with how they injure you, which is just a fucking great start already. Um, health is gained by eating turkey legs. You can get those if you kill orcs or some of the other enemies. You can get those if you kill the chickens that are just running around. I don't know why they gave you big, large turkey legs if you killed the chicken. But here we are. This game's talking trash. So... Your your crossbow is your main weapon. You can zoom in a little bit on it, but it's useless. Like it is, it has like a circle in the middle that's supposed to be your reticule, and then line going out on each side. But you could hit it once to fire an arrow, or you could just hold it down, and they'll keep loading and firing arrows with the same fucking sound effect every time, which is fucking infuriating. Oh god, that but. If you lined up someone in the head, there's a pretty good chance you're just going to miss. The only real chance you have is to fire at a whole bunch of enemies and hope that they hit. There's also a, not a crafting system, but like an upgrade system. You'll shoot them, they'll drop these gold, I guess, I want to say coins. They look more like fucking Christmas ornaments? Like gold stencil Christmas? I don't know. I don't remember what they're supposed to be. That does not matter. But you get those, you get enough of them, it fills up your bar, then you're able to use an upgrade point. I only ever use the upgrade points to uh, arrow sharpness, which is, I guess, the amount of damage you could do with your crossbow, and reload speed, so I can fire more crossbow enemies. There's, like, seven things. Like, you can increase your max health, and you can increase your durability, and then the other, the four different arrow types you can pick up, which are, uh, ooh, I'll try to name them. There's regular, obviously, which is the one you have. There's fire, which starts things on fire. Then there's some kind of magical purple explosion one which you hit and it damages a lot of enemies around it. it's like a splash damage one i guess the explosion version i guess and then there is the lightning one which hits enemies that are close enough and will do like side damage as well but it's a lot less accurate and less uh affecting than the explosion one really but the game is a horde game so every level there's a beacon and it just keeps spawning orcs until you kill them all, and then the beacon goes away. That's it. That's the entire game. There's 13 levels where they either have one, two, three, four, five, six beacons, whatever, and you just have to go through the setting and just keep killing things. I think the most I've killed in one level is like 340, 350. I think you could hit like explosive barrels next to the beacons, and they'd blow up and they'd stop spawning, but I couldn't prove that. Because none of your weapons did anything against the beacon, and not every beacon had an exploding barrel next to it. So, this game is so fucking bad. There's no real lore to it. There's no explanation of why there are these enemies. Like, you have the base orcs, then you have a slightly stronger version of the orc that's wearing chainmail. And I'm like, you know what, you got me so far. Okay, just two different kind of orcs. Then there's the Titan, which is like a, a large orc with a huge shield that's twice the size. I'm like, okay, that's like your tank enemy. I got it. So far, I'm on board. I understand what you're giving me. 
Then the next enemy they throw you at is a flying pig that shoots green plasma balls at you? I'm like, what? What kind of fucking sense does that make? Oh, and then the other pig enemy. There's two pig enemies. The other one appears as if it were like a barrel. Like the old-timey wooden barrel. You guys know what I'm talking about. They, It's a barrel, and it's uh, the face is a pig, and it runs at you, and when it gets close, it blows up. It's the kamikaze enemies. We've seen these in a billion games, but this is a pig barrel. Not a thing that looks like a pig. It's a barrel. Fuck, this game sucks. There's also... Uh, little spiders that barely attack you. And then there's also... The only other enemy is like skeleton orcs, which look to be the size of children, which is sad. But they attack you and swarm you as well. Now, what do we have to do here to get the plat? Well, lucky for us, all we needed to do was pretty much beat the game. All the trophies were either story-related or... Kills per level related or boss murder related. The They had a couple. It was like kill 50 orcs in a level, kill 100 orcs in a level, kill 200 orcs in a level. There, But there's definitely one level where you have to kill like 300. So those are pretty much moot. They're just there for fun, I guess. And then the only other trophies you need to actually do anything with are you have to find a secret area in the first level, which is like right in the beginning. And you have to find the secret area in the ninth level. Now, there's no chapter select either. So if you miss this ninth level... Secret area, you're starting over. Granted, with the skills you make playing the game, that probably would have only taken you maybe an hour and a half max to get back to, but still, that's a waste of fucking time. Playing this game already is a waste of fucking time. Adding another hour and a half is a super waste of time, and that would have been brutal. But in the ninth level, you find the secret area, trophy pops, and then a giant chicken comes out of nowhere. They have a name for him. I'm not going to look it up because the game sucks, but... It will come out and barely hits you, and you kill it, and then you get another trophy. So the trophies are pretty goddamn easy. The only one that really posed any kind of threat was a threat of annoyance, because the game definitely crashed on me once, and I had to start a level over. Luckily, it saved at the beginning of that level. I think it was level 12, actually, or 13. It might have been the end of the game, but the game crashed. I had to restart, and I was able to get back to the beginning of that level, so it wasn't that big a deal. But... The enemy, the final guy, is the necromancer. Could be a lady. Doesn't matter. It's an orc. It's an asshole. And apparently there's a glitch where some people have reported that it takes upwards of 20, 30, 40 minutes to beat the last guy. Guess what happened to me? Yeah, that's fucking right. It took me probably at least a half hour. I'm, I think I'm pushing up to 35 minutes. But the, the enemy, is it's just a flat area. There's a couple things along the outskirts to kind of snag you, because you got to kind of just keep moving in a circle. Standard video game shit we're talking about here. But the, necros, the necromancer would summon uh, orc skeletons. And when he did that, or she, when the orc necromancer did that, they would become invincible. So you couldn't shoot them, there was no point. You just had to wait till these things popped in to the screen and then you had to take pot shots at the necromancer as they chased you around. It took, honest to God, 35 minutes. I must have hit it a thousand times. And that's not even hyperbole. My thing was firing off headshots left and right. You know it hits them because there's like a green ooze that pops out. It's supposed to be blood, but like green-ish. Which, if you're going to use green for an analog as blood, that's fine. That's like the least thing I have to complain about. I'm just glad there was a hit marker that showed you hit something. So... 
After about 35 minutes, it finally died. I finally got the Platinum and immediately deleted this game because it was one of the worst things, one of the worst experiences I've ever had in video gaming. It felt as if someone made this as like a high school project and got like a C-. minus. That's how bad this game was. It is pretty... I don't remember how much I paid for it. I might have paid 10 bucks. I don't. It's not worth it. Unless you're a trophy hunter who hates himself like I do, then yeah, go for it. If you want an easy plat, I, it will give you an easy plat, but it's not going to be a fun game. Now, side note, this... Of the, all the games I've downloaded and I'm going to do for this series, this one was supposed to be the worst. Everything I read about it said this one was terrible and it was painful and it was bad. So I'm hoping I have more positive things to say in the next couple Platinums. But I ended up, did, I did get the Plat. I dealt with this fucking Horde game despite all the technical issues. I mean, the technical issues, you could have someone lined up right on the reticule of your crossbow holding down the button, just firing off in a slow, automatic form, and it would just miss. It would just absolutely miss. They could be right in front of you. It would miss. Completely, totally, fucking miss. And then you'd stop, you'd go back a little bit, you'd hit it again, and it would hit him in the forehead. So there's no continuity to how your arrows would ever fly. There's no consistency to it, which is my biggest complaint. Because if it was always like a little to the right, I can compensate. Or maybe the further away it gets, the more right I need to aim. Whatever, fine, that's the mechanic. I'll deal with that. But this was just completely 100% sporadic. That was a pain in the ass. The other technical limitation that was a pain in the ass is the frame rate drops because they just spawned a shitload of orcs at you with graphics that looked PS2 level, and that's not even using hyperbole. It looked like it was a game for PS2. The, there would be frame rate drops like crazy whenever they spawned a shitload of orcs or when you were firing into the orcs. It was like playing at two frames a second. It was brutal caused me to die at least twice even on easy you can go through this whole game on easy and easy is not that easy because you can't fucking play the game properly god then there were the sound effects okay this is what i think low-key drives people insane about this game the sound effects because every time you hit an orc and kill it it makes the same sound effect every time you hit an orc and it just kind of takes its energy down and makes the same sound effect. Every time you load the bow, it makes the same sound effect. Every time you kill one of those flying pigs that shoot plasma at you, it makes like a sad fart sound. It's like, Burr! like the, it's a sad fart. That's, it's a little bit lower than I did it, but it's like, Burr! and then it's, that's it. They're dead. The sound, and this is a horde game. So you're killing these things hundreds of times per level, and you just keep hearing the same sound effects over and over. My recommendation, if you're not going to listen to me when I tell you don't play this game, and you're going to play it anyway and be that person, then turn the sound off. Like, you don't need it. It doesn't help. Just keep your head in a swivel, keep moving around, keep firing at these assholes, and you'll get through it. Then you'll get to the boss, and you'll be killing it for like 20 minutes. You're like, what the fuck is going Something's got to be wrong. Like, it's a point where the boss battle goes on for so long, you're like, this game's broken. Like, something happened. I Maybe I have to restart. But if I restart, I gotta go all the way back to the beginning of the level and escape. Uh, uh, it's a cardinal sin if you don't have chapters left, first of all. Maybe I would just want to replay sections that were fun. But you didn't let me. You made me start over. Pieces of shit. So, I don't know. I mean... The Platinum, I have to... Let's take this... Let's bring it all home. And let's say... 
Was it worth it? Um, that is a tough question because I feel it was worth it because I got that plat, son. You know what I'm saying? So, and it only took like four hours total. But I also want to emphasize the difference between Dr. Scientist and I is that I have a high tolerance for terrible games. I really do. Really do. I, you're talking to the guy who owns the Platinum and Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. What's up? Right? So I don't care if the game's bad as long as I get the Platinum. So I would say technically it was worth it, but if you're not a dedicated trophy hunter and you're like, maybe I should play this game. It can't be as bad as he says. Don't play it. Just don't fucking do it. It's terrible. Uh, I know I probably offended people who made this game, but if we're being 100% real here, you should be ashamed of yourself to put something like this out. I, I just feel, I see the only scenario that makes sense in my head about how this game got as terrible as it did. The only thing that makes sense is you had the team of, I'm guessing, two to three people, beginner coders, who were making this thing. And then whoever, the boss, the person in charge, they come up and they're like, all right, we're reaching the deadline. What do you guys need? Like, I have this game is the first build, obviously, of what we're going to see. So what kind of money, team members, resources, time, what do you need to make this game something good, something great even? So the people, that the three beginner programmers look at each other, they're like, we'd probably need about a year and at least another 10 people on the staff. The person in charge goes, okay, 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 you got six days and you can't hire anyone. Boom, that's it. That's how this game came to be. The coders looked at each other and said, you know what? Fuck it. And then they put the game out. But yeah, this is bad. There's a reason you've never heard of it. It is on the PlayStation Store in North America, Europe, everywhere. You can buy it. You can play it right now. If you hate yourself, like I said. So was it worth it overall if you're a trophy hunter? Sure. It's a platinum. It's relatively easy. It's extremely frustrating and annoying. But if you're a trophy hunter, you've probably dealt with worse, if I'm being honest, to get trophies. So... If you're a trophy hunter, sure. If you're a regular-ass person that's like, maybe I could use a new game, don't fucking do it. Don't play it. It's not worth it. It's not worth anything. So that's it. That's my piece. That's fucking Orc Slayer. That's episode one of, I don't know what we'll call it, Get the Plat, Get another. Get Numb It, Numb It, Super Numb, Numbs Galore. I don't know. Maybe send me an idea for uh, what we should name this, and you can send that idea to plottytime at gmail.com, where either myself or Chump Slap will are guaranteed to read your email, 100%. You can, like, talk to us right now. You can send us a recipe. You can send us a, a, a dirty joke that is still tasteful. Looking at you, Internet. And uh, if you want, you can even get to us on socials at Plotty Time on Instagram and Twitter if you want to get to us faster. Uh, don't, don't like, tag us in dirty jokes, though, or especially, like, racist shit. That's wrong. And then you can also see our logo as you listen to the podcast at YouTube. Just search for Plotty Time. Subscribe, like stuff. That really helps us out. So that does it for the Minnesota this week. I'll be back next Monday with another game to review for the Easy Plat Time. So I don't know. Get out there. Stay safe. Wear a fucking mask, you idiots. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Later. Later.